0: Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible's Bible-only podcast. Today is Day 36. We read today Leviticus 11 and 12. Your hosts today are Dave Moore and Matt
1: Carter. This is the Daily Reader for Day 36, Leviticus chapters 11 and 12. You are now almost halfway through the book of Leviticus. For many, this is different, difficult stuff. Hang in there. This, too, is the word of the Lord. Yesterday, we watched the completion of a long narrative cycle. The Lord issues commands, Israel responds to those commands, and then the Lord affirms his approval. I remind you of how unique this all is in the ancient world. Israel's contemporaries worshipped their gods primarily through trial and error. These gods did not give details about what pleased them, and what instructions they did give were just as flippant and capricious as the divine world they inhabited. That this God who had claimed Israel, Yahweh, or the Lord, would reveal so much was a comfort, not a terror. This uniqueness continues as the Lord speaks, now to both Moses and Aaron, concerning his expectations for daily life. Chapter 11 outlines the animals that can and cannot be eaten. There are many commentaries on what these animals symbolize and the characteristics that divide clean from unclean, but we'll do no speculation here. I simply encourage you to pay attention to how the Lord constantly reaffirms that he is the Lord who brought you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. You shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. Not only are these categories drawn around different types of animals, but there is also a recurrent theme of how dead animals are to be treated. Now, it's tempting to think practically about this. Dead animals are gross, so of course, touching them is gross. But distinctions between clean and unclean have less to do with being gross than with how the Lord expects His people to distinguish themselves. It's not primarily, if at all, about passing germs, but about being able to participate in worship and community life carry this thought into chapter 12 where we see instructions for acknowledging the birth of a child consider how the theme of the importance of blood influences these purification laws and listen again to how cleanness and uncleanness are discerned in every square inch of life for a final time this week we'll read together Hebrews 11:29. by faith the people crossed the Red Sea as on dry land But the Egyptians, when they attempted to do the same, were drowned. Leviticus chapters 11 and 12. Now let's read it. Chapter 11.
0: And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying to them, Speak to the people of Israel, saying, These are the living things that you may eat among all the animals that are on the earth. Whatever parts the hoof and is cloven-footed and chews the cud among the animals, you may eat. Nevertheless, among those that chew the cud or part the hoof, you shall not eat these. The camel, because it chews the cud but does not part the hoof, it is unclean to you. And the rock badger, because it chews the cud but does not part the hoof, is unclean to you. And the hare, because it chews the cud but does not part the hoof, is unclean to you. And the pig, because it parts the hoof and is cloven-footed, but does not chew the cud is unclean to you. You shall not eat any of their flesh, and you shall not touch their carcasses. They are unclean to you. These you may eat of all that are in the waters. Everything in the waters that has fins and scales, whether in the seas or in the rivers, you may eat. But anything in the seas or the rivers that has not fins and scales, of the swarming creatures in the water and of the living creatures that are in the waters, is detestable to you. You shall regard them as detestable. You shall not eat any of their flesh, and you shall detest their carcasses. Everything in the waters that has not fins and scales is detestable to you. And these you shall detest among the birds. They shall not be eaten. They are detestable. The eagle, the bearded vulture, the black vulture, the kite, the falcon of any kind every raven of any kind the ostrich the nighthawk the seagull the hawk of any kind the little owl the cormorant, the short-eared owl the barn owl the tawny owl the carrion vulture the stork the heron of any kind the hoopoe and the bat all winged insects that go on all fours are detestable to you Yet among the winged insects that go on all fours you may eat those that have jointed legs above their feet with which to hop on the ground. Of them you may eat the locust of any kind, the bald locust of any kind, the cricket of any kind, and the grasshopper of any kind. But all other winged insects that have four feet are detestable to you, and by these you shall become unclean. "'Whoever touches their carcass shall be unclean until the evening, "'and whoever carries any part of their carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. "'Every animal that parts the hoof but is not cloven-footed or does not chew the cud is unclean to you. "'Everyone who touches them shall be unclean, and all that walk on their paws among the animals that go on all fours are unclean to you. "'Whoever touches their carcass shall be unclean until the evening.' And he who carries their carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. They are unclean to you. And these are unclean to you among the swarming things that swarm on the ground, the mole-rat, the mouse, the great lizard of any kind, the gecko, the monitor lizard, the lizard, the sand lizard, and the chameleon. These are unclean to you among all that swarm. Whoever touches them when they are dead shall be unclean until the evening. And anything on which any of them falls when they are dead shall be unclean, whether it is an article of wood or a garment or a skin or a sack, any article that is used for any purpose. It must be put into water, and it shall be unclean until the evening, then it shall be clean. And if any of them falls into any earthenware vessel, all that is in it shall be unclean, and you shall break it. Any food in it that could be eaten on which water comes shall be unclean. And all drink that could be drunk from every such vessel shall be unclean, and everything on which any part of their carcass falls shall be unclean. Whether oven or stove, it shall be broken in pieces. They are unclean and shall remain unclean for you. Nevertheless, a spring or a cistern holding water shall be clean, but whoever touches a carcass in them shall be unclean. And if any part of their carcass falls upon any seed grain that is to be sown, it is clean, But if water is put on the seed, and any part of their carcass falls on it, it is unclean to you. And if any animal which you eat dies, whoever touches its carcass shall be unclean until the evening, and whoever eats of its carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening, and whoever carries the carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. Every swarming thing that swarms on the ground is detestable, it shall not be eaten. Whatever goes on its belly, and whatever goes on all fours, or whatever has many feet, any swarming thing that swarms on the ground you shall not eat, for they are detestable. You shall not make yourselves detestable with any swarming thing that swarms, and you shall not defile yourselves with them, and become unclean through them. For I am the Lord your God. Consecrate yourselves therefore, and be holy, for I am holy, You shall not defile yourselves with any swarming thing that crawls on the ground, for I am the Lord who brought you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. You shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. This is the law about beast and bird and every living creature that moves through the waters and every creature that swarms on the ground, to make a distinction between the unclean and the clean and between the living creature that may be eaten and the living creature that may not be eaten. Chapter 12. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the people of Israel, saying, If a woman conceives and bears a male child, then she shall be unclean seven days, as at the time of her menstruation she shall be unclean, and on the eighth day the flesh of his foreskin shall be circumcised. Then she shall continue for thirty-three days in the blood of her purifying. She shall not touch anything holy, nor come into the sanctuary until the days of her purifying are completed. But if she bears a female child then she shall be unclean two weeks, as in her menstruation, and she shall continue in the blood of her purifying for sixty-six days. And when the days of her purifying are completed, whether for a son or for a daughter, she shall bring to the priest at the entrance of the tent of meeting a lamb a year old for a burnt offering, and a pigeon or a turtle dove for a sin offering, and he shall offer it before the Lord and make atonement for her. Then she shall be clean from the flow of her blood, This is the law for her who bears a child, either male or female. And if she cannot afford a lamb, then she shall take two turtle doves or two pigeons, one for a burnt offering and the other for a sin offering. And the priest shall make atonement for her, and she shall be clean. Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible.